Hello, hello, hello. This is Tamika Seaton, President and CEO of Grow Your Nonprofit, where we help startups, small and stagnant nonprofits grow through fundraising strategies, strategic planning, and so much more. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the sponsors of my podcast, Hodges University with a campus in Fort Myers. Stay near, go far. They change life for the better. Trinity Life Foundation Naples, where they help at-risk youth in Collier County with their enrichment programs. AVID, it stands for the Associations of Haitians Living Abroad. They have an amazing community resource center. They just opened right here in the beautiful Fort Myers. Last but not least, we have Vax Truth. Spreading the word in the black and brown communities about COVID-19 and the vaccine to save lives. Guys, today you are in for a treat. We have our special guest, Q Raphael. Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. It's been it's been a, a journey. Yes, it has been a journey. We just thought that we got over the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Here we are with Hurricane Ian, and then Miss Tropical Storm Nicole comes along. What's up with that? Well, you know, Miss Nicole came in as a hurricane, mm-hmm. um, but when it came through our area, it came in as a tropical storm. Right. So it still affected a lot of people. Uh, yes, it did on the other coast. So yes, we had Ian that came and um, took took us by a storm. Um, you know, back September, was it September 28th or right. something like that? Right. I can't, I, can't I, I had the date saved. Yes, yes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's been a whirlwind. I know before we got started, we talked about, although we've been through a lot, it also creates opportunity. So it's all how you look at things. So let's start about with you introducing yourself, telling your our audience who you are, what you do, and we'll get right into the crux of our conversation. Yeah. So my name is Q Raphael. Um, I am actually a real estate advisor here in the area and I sell real estate community. Um, I help those who are looking to buy, sell, or just simply invest into real estate. I also teach those um, wealth building classes and buyer educational classes. And um, I have a huge heart for, for people, for families. And so that's what you know drove me into becoming um, a real estate uh, economist of choice. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that you not only sell real estate, I like that you call yourself a real estate advisor, which is huge. Yes. And I also like that you teach mm-hmm. because when you teach, you're not only just helping yourself, you're also helping others. You're educating others, even if they're not ready for home ownership, some of the things they need to start thinking about. Absolutely. And I think that's very important. Just like in school, I might I have a, um, a student at a sterile high school and I receive um, emails from he's in JROTC because he wants to eventually go to the Navy about um, they're going to talk about the upcoming Black Friday and financial literacy. And I thought that was very important because when I was going to school back in the 80s and 90s, our extracurricular activities were uh, workshop mm-hmm. or working on cars, sewing and cooking class in which we, we only really baked and we only made cookies and cakes and stuff. And we learned nothing about financial literacy, the importance of education, most importantly, real estate. I grew up in South Central Los Angeles and I was just talking to the, someone about this the other day. My mother purchased her home for $30,000 Wow! and eventually moved in the early 2000s 
and we went and visited last year the home was worth valued at over $700,000. Imagine if she had kept that home or imagine if she bought the block. Yeah. We're the, we talk about generational wealth. Let's buy the block. That's, yes. That, that is definitely where I'm at right now. Right. With education, uh, quantum leap is, uh, is definitely real. So if you could speak to, say, a young person in high school or, or college or anyone just starting out, what are some of the things we need to start thinking about to set ourselves up to even be able to purchase a house, even though homes are really becoming out of reach right now with how expensive they are? Well, it's really about where they want to get started. Um, I'm going to tell a little story. Um, I was introduced to a very young couple, um, first time home buyers, and uh, just speeding up, they were actually kind of lagging a little. They were actually with a um, a lender that was not as educated. Hmm. Now you can be in the industry, however, not everyone is an expert. Right. So unfortunately, they were with they were with someone that was not an expert in their field. Mm -hmm. And so rates at the time was right around two point nine. Wow. Two point eight percent. When I was introduced to them um, early part of this year. Um, we went back and forth with their lender that they had chose and I said to them, I said, you know, I, I would like for you to talk to a couple other mm -hmm. lenders who are in that space of the, their true professionals because that's right. who I align myself with is those who really know their craft. And so long story short, um, spoke with um, a couple different lenders. They felt good moving forward with one particular mm -hmm. one. Now, um, just to speed up time, when I, were in, when I was introduced to them, the rates now was at three and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. And so um, the debt to income ratio on top of the price of the home and then the interest rate is really going to determine where you're going to fall mm -hmm. as far as um, your home buying experience or what you mm -hmm. qualify for. So at this time now, they are no longer qualified for oh. what they thought they were going to go into. Oh my gosh. Um, so that when the interest rates go up, then that will take more buying power away from you unless you have a savvy real estate agent like myself that can be able to help negotiate uh, maybe rates down. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So anyhow, I said, you know, they were, they were really down. Um, they felt really bad. Um, and I said, no, let's, let's look at other options. What are your thoughts on a multifamily dwelling? Mm-hmm. And with that said, they said, well, I don't know. I said, well, you're young. Mm -hmm. You have time. Let's build generational wealth. Yes. And I was, we were able to actually get them into an FHA mm. loan. Mm. They went from $210,000 oh of being qualified to a half a million dollars. Oh, wow. With them being first-time homebuyers, owning uh, one unit, and renting out the other. And here's the icing on the cake. What? It was new construction. Oh my God. Talking about a brand new three bedroom, two bath, both sides. Oh so my six gosh. Four bathrooms. Oh my God. And they are um, young African American and Latino huh. um, couple. And now they are happy. 
to be very first time homeowners and first time investors. Yes. So I love that. I love that. The plan is in the next two years to look back at their financial situation and be able to repurchase another one. That is amazing. If they keep doing that, yes. uh, imagine the generational wealth they're creating and at some point they can walk away from their jobs because I know when I was growing up or in my career, all I knew is I needed to go get a college education mm -hmm. and I need to go get a good job. Mm -hmm. And I had a 401k and I saved a lot of money in my 401k. And then once my life changed, I was married, I got divorced and it kept me going throughout the years. And I, and I thought about it and I said, even if I kept saving, maybe I'll end up with, I don't know, maybe seven, eight hundred thousand. But with inflation, that's nothing. But imagine if I put more of that effort towards real estate. Imagine that portfolio. So instead of trying to put money into my 401k, which I'm going to get taxed on when I take out the money, I need to invest in real estate because my 401k, I'm investing in everybody else's company and making them money. And I'm not investing in myself. And I... I know why they don't teach it because they need workers, Correct. right? Mm -hmm. But imagine if if I had thought about that 10, 20 years ago and I had a portfolio of real estate, I'll just be collecting my, my rent. Right, right. And, the, and their goal, as I showed them, uh, as far as the, num the numbers, um, if they continue this particular path, they can be able to purchase their single family home. Mm -hmm. With the off the investment right. of those who are paying them to live in their um, on their property, oh. so that's their that's their goal. So can, can I say something? Yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. That is so amazing. That is the first time I've ever heard a real estate agent say that. Yeah, I, I really really like that. I really like that. That is amazing. And we're doing our, we're, we're, we're doing our community, our um, our peoples a disfavor by not giving them all of the options right. and talking it out and strategically planning the future. Hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when we before we started recording, we we kind of talked about what how you give back in the community. We talked about how Hurricane Ian was really devastating yeah. to you. Yeah. How it made you felt. I know for me we were blessed because we were not hit that hard. We just lost a few shingles on the roof and some lanai screen. But, and I live in the gated community, so I was like in this bubble. Mm -hmm. And then, and everything was very minimal. And then when I drove out, because I also have a house in San Carlos. Okay. There's trees down everywhere. There's, it was just devastation. I felt so depressed. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know I would feel that way. Mm -hmm. I felt so depressed. And for the past couple of weeks, I have been in the house. I stayed in the house because I wanted to stay in my bubble mm -hmm. because you see the devastation of other people and, and I, I, I feel like I can't help even though I went to a food bank and I helped pack food and I provided resources um, on my social media mm -hmm. as to how people get help. I just felt so helpless and it, it actually made me feel a little depressed. So with that said, you mentioned something that you you were doing to give back and help others before you you came here today. Can you please share that with us? I, you know, and I would love to. Thank you for that opportunity to share that story, um, like yourself. 
um, I was very, very depressed when Hurricane Ian came because I sell what Hurricane Ian took away. Right. It took away from so many families. Um, and I might start crying here, <laughs> but uh, it affected me so much. I was depressed for about 30 days. And um, immediately after the storm happened, I immediately got on the road. I had customers, I had um, clients, I had houses I had to check to, to see. So I was out there as soon as the sun rose hmm. the next day. And talk about the devastation yeah. that was out there and weaving around boats and trees that are oh, on the wow. and things of that nature and still seeing water. Um, so anyhow, I immediately, the next following day, um, went into our command center. Our Keller Williams has a nonprofit organization called oh, wow. um, KW Cares. Mm -hmm. And so we instantly went into action, um, started collecting food generators, and spent about three days doing, the, doing that and um, taking care of our agents mm -hmm. um, and the immediate families that needed help. And then I went out and started delivering generators and hmm. care packages and things of that nature, getting it out to the community, getting it out to those who need it. Um, I also helped out at the, uh, the, the abused women's shelter. Mm -hmm. um, many of those, the workers didn't have a lot of things and they were, oh, wow. they were without lights. So I was able, I was blessed to be able to help provide for them um, as well and generators and so many people cried and hugged me and cried. And it was a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. um, but although um, I was broken, they were broken, we were broken. Right. I had to get myself together. It took about 30 days. Hmm. And I said, okay, Q, yes, you sell community, you sell real estate, you sell what Ian took away. What is the silver lining? Right. There's a silver lining in everything That's right. in life. That's right. And so the silver lining for me was I had to, to say, okay, when there's destruction, there's also a bright ending. Mm -hmm. You know, something good is going to come out of it. And mm -hmm. what is that good? And that is, although I was out there helping, helping remove, um, items out of people's houses that were flooded and we cried together the rebuilding is going to be beautiful right so the the silver lining is southwest florida is going to be rebuilt and we're going to be rebuilt stronger and better so our home values are going to uh to increase right and those were thinking that the hurricane was going to like kind of put uh southwest florida um, underwater as far as value is concerned mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. our values actually has not gone anywhere huh. even with the destruction really so that is phenomenal wow. um, you look back at all of the major hurricanes that happened we did a um, just a quick value uh, with hurricane Ian was the worst that Florida has ever had. Mm -hmm. Hurricane Andrew, we thought was the, was the worst, but when you compare the two, as far as destruction, it's not. Um, Ian destroyed and took away way more. Right. And the values, uh, the property values after Hurricane Andrew is skyrocket. It went from a annual percentage of 3.8 to all the way to 32. Wow. So that's a significant uh, jump in value. And so I feel confident that our area 
is definitely going to surpass that and we're going to be rebuilt uh, stronger and better. So everyone's going to want to come here to Southwest Florida. Yes, yes. Um, even if it's inland, so I, I predict right. that Lehigh is really going to develop off. and huh. yes, it's really going to develop and, and get stronger um, due to that. So a lot of a lot of great opportunities. So we always need to take, you know, bad things are going to happen. But what are what is the silver lining behind that? And it's it's always something positive. So this you know, it, it's okay to to feel down. Right. I'm right there with right. you. But we have to get over it and move on. So with that said, with the holidays, you know, it's we we are what a month and a half in now from mm -hmm. Ian. Mm -hmm. And so um, I said, you know what? I need to do some blessing baskets. So I invited a couple other agents to join me on my team to collect blessing baskets. And no one decided on what number. So I said, huh, how about 100? Oh, there you go. That's a good number. Yeah, I think 100 was good. Um, I said, okay, so let's. our goal is 100. Let's see if we can collect 100 blessing baskets. Mm -hmm. And um, November 16th was just a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. We did a basket drive at the standards. Those who couldn't make it was able to drop their baskets off before mm -hmm. then. Um, I had a lot of people that just simply donated and said, hey, can you build my basket for right, me? Right, right. And so that's what we did. So yesterday, um, we partnered with the Lee County School District, mm -hmm. and they had identified well over 100 families that mm -hmm. needed uh, food supplies and in that basket was tons of different things and each basket was different uh -huh. um, so we were able to partner with them and we had all our baskets all lined up we were able to help 111 families wow, that's amazing with uh, baskets and then this morning I was able to drop off seven at Oasis uh, North in Cape Coral mm -hmm. because there were quite a few families that were identified that needed um, the baskets that really mm -hmm. that really needed it and so tomorrow I'm actually gonna go out and drop off some more baskets and I'm just gonna knock randomly on um, those who are dis displaced that are in campers because hmm. we know that they are really in need they're only wow. there because they lost everything so we have some nice tall baskets filled with all kinds of different things and gift cards in there so they can go shopping to the grocery store so we're going to do that tomorrow it's been part of my saturday doing that wow that's that's really amazing i i know we talked about this earlier before we started is that you don't necessarily have to be a nonprofit to give back and make an impact in the community so what you described what you did is basically your philanthropist correct absolutely and and how does that make you feel when you when you give back and you're making an impact in someone's life it, i mean what jesus says is it's more happiness happiness in giving than yes. there is in receiving it is um and so yesterday the tears the joy from people saying thank you thank you they needed it so much um it, it, it's it's heartwarming um, and it gives you the motivation to continue to mm -hmm. do more mm -hmm. you know i i've been i've lived in southwest southwest florida for the past 19 years and i tell you this area is very unique it's yeah. very resilient and the the people specifically the it, it blew my mind because because um, i lived in naples for 13 years and when we before i moved to fort myers there was not a whole lot going on and Naples used to close down at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. But the, the older people who come here, the snowbirds, we call them, 
they like to party. Mm-hmm. And um, the newscasters were, were doing a show, and it was it was on Fort Myers Beach, and they said, we have live music, we have a band, and they showed it was like three people. And then there was people uh, on the other side just sort of dancing, but there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. That Everything was destroyed. And I was like, that's one thing about Southwest Florida. People like to party, they like to have a good time, and they are very re- resilient. Mm-hmm. You'll get us down for a minute, but we're coming back, mm-hmm. punching and strong. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing about, I like about this area, that it's although it's slow, it, you have you experience a really great quality of life, and it's what you make it. It is. You know, it's really what you make it. And I, I, I love it. I really love the quality of life that we live here. It's beautiful, it's clean. And um, you could you could do well for yourself if you work hard. If you you work hard, but you're strategic mm-hmm. and um, align yourself with the right people. Absolutely. So before we wrap up, tell us um, how people can reach you. Sure. Um, feel free. I am. I. You can reach me on Facebook. You can reach me on Instagram. Um, I'm so open that you know you can give give me a call. You can text me, um, and that number is two three nine six hundred zero eight nine seven. Once again, my name is Q Raphael, and um, I'm a real estate advisor with Keller Williams. And I would love to be able to help you, help your families. If you just want to. Um, Maybe get educated. You want to become a real estate uh, advisor as well. I can be able to help someone as far as that career path um, and investing. And in, in what platform do you use to um, teach your classes? Um, actually, it's in person. Um, okay. Now with with COVID, uh, you know, over. And everybody's feeling comfortable with getting together. Mm-hmm. We actually do it uh, in person and also on Zoom. So okay. if you're feeling under the weather, but you still want to get educated, then you can still be able to get a link and join us on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to um, uh, learn more and, and attend, whether it's Zoom or in person, one of your upcoming classes. I'd like to see uh, a list of the subjects because I'm always open to learning and I'm a lifelong student. And and I love to share my knowledge with others, and particularly um, the next generation, because I I do worry about them with, you know, if they decide to go to college, the student loan debt, and then the cost of living, and then also um, the cost of housing, Mm -hmm. you know, rent and mortgages is very expensive. So anytime that I could share some wisdom with them, I'd love to. So thank you so much again, Q, for joining us. Um, You heard her information. Reach out to her. She's a wealth of knowledge. Um, Whether it's starting learning, um, asking questions, I'm sure she'll be able to uh, share with you any information you like. This is Tamika, and I'm signing out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.